This is the Farm Hop Life Men's Forum, Episode 5. We're going to be talking about leadership. I am Matt DeRosier of Farm Hop Life. Uh, I'm running solo right now. We'll see who, who jumps in later, but we're going to go. Um, and if uh, I sound like S, it's because I feel like S. So there you go. Um, some quick, uh, quick current events. Uh, obviously, everybody knows and... A lot of people just straight up don't care anymore. Um, crypto prices are down. And uh, I would be buying the dip personally. But a $2,000 hospital bill kind of kind of sucks. All that, all that potential dip buying. So there's that. And there is some kind of like FUD last week over... Uh, I'll, I'll read a headline here from from fortune.com coinbase earnings were bad worse still the crypto exchange is now warning that bankruptcy could wipe out user funds and so it's basically like what happens to uh people's stuff if bit uh if coinbase goes away and um i actually didn't even read the article but it doesn't matter because i don't hold any of my crypto on on exchanges, I finally killed that stupid bug. Sorry, it's driving me nuts flying in front of my face. Um, yeah, get your get your crypto off exchanges. The end. Um, so tonight we're talking about. Um, sorry, it's really warm in this office. Leadership, like. What makes a good leader here? Let's throw up a banner here. And if anybody's watching, we can. What makes a good leader? Banner show. What makes a good leader? Are you a leader in your household or the leader in your household? There's a difference. I would say between my wife and I, we are equal leaders. We, we come up with with some ideas. Oh, my gosh. Here to save the day. Dylan, <laughs> thank you. Yes. I was live? like, yeah, we're live. We're Excellent. going. Good, uh, good. Okay. I take back everything I just said. We're just going to start over the last three minutes. Um, Dylan Schnazy, everybody, of Steady Presence. Just got down from putting the kids to bed. Awesome. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah, no problem. I was like, oh, crap. This is going to be like a five-minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I uh, I make this a priority. So Awesome. Well, yep. thank you. Yeah. Uh, and just like uh, one of the current events that we're going to talk about tonight, the we prioritize the things that we value. So glad to be here. Yes. Uh, so what do you, what do you, do you want to get into that right now? Cause I had a few, um, a few things, uh, yeah, go ahead. Personal like, things or life things? Um, I guess not personal. Uh, I, I told everybody <laughs> already that, uh, if it sounds like, if I sound like ass, it's cause I feel like ass. So, um, yeah. Get, tell me about getting that. Getting over a cold. Okay. Uh, just just getting over a cold. Um, okay. Yeah. Katie's got the worst of it. She's got this cough that uh, she can't shake. And so she's actually going to, she's at the doctors like right now to see if there's something they, they can do for her. Cause like with the cough, um, it strains all those pelvic floor muscles and being high risk. It's like, can't be, can't be having that. So. No, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, you got it. You got to You got to check on that. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's just like personal stuff. Yesterday, it was because I got a little little bit done, but um, in the afternoon it was just dang hot, and so. Yeah. Honestly, we just sat out on the deck for like two hours and like watched Milo like run up and down the deck and play with this and play with that. 
do get in get into this get into that and we never do that we never just get to sit and relax and i'm yeah. way too busy um gotta get this done. gotta get this done so yeah i i i find myself in the get stuff done mode often and when i'm in that mode i i take advantage of it but then there's there's times that i i'm not in that mode right. and that's that's the times that i just embrace that i'm not feeling it and i we go out on the porch and eat breakfast or tonight we had a uh bowl of ice cream out, out on the porch and and so yeah sometimes you just gotta take a break and yeah and it's it's nice right a bowl of ice cream what flavor vanilla the, the boys vanilla. wanted it yeah the boys wanted it so i'm just, just a few scoops of like like scrape the top of it just barely scrape it put a sure. few few of those kind of bites in and uh just call it so Nice. That sounds pretty tasty. Probably yeah. would help uh, help my crap throat right now because it's just super scratchy. But so speaking of personal stuff, you after last episode, we we can uh, did a little more talking. Did you update your tagline for steady presence? What'd you come up with? Well, uh, I just kept it steady presence still for Instagram, and I updated it on float. Okay, I saw that, but I mean yeah. like. Um, Oh, what the heck was it? I, I quizzed Katie on it because I, I, you sent me like the shortened version and I like took out a couple more words and I was like, okay, now say it back to me. And, oh, and she's like, da, 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 da. yeah, the tagline. Got it. No, I did not work on the tagline any further. I abbreviated my pitch at the end of the episode, but I, I didn't work on the tagline anymore. Uh, I, 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 yeah, I should focus on that, but what, what we decided on for the, uh, the end of the show pitch is focusing on, on the birth side of our business, because that's, that's the, that's the part of the business that is going to appeal to a, a national audience, our, our Airbnb right. and our events, that's, that's not going to it's going to be difficult to market that to a larger audience uh, unless we do like a Midwest self-reliance type festival. Then, then that would draw in a, a larger audience, but we'll probably, we're just going to stick with the birth part for the, for the sure. audience. So I was trying to find, uh, I was trying to find the email that we were, that we were talking about, like where we were talking about it, you sent me your, you sent me your tagline and I, I was going to just pitch it to the, to the audience and see what, what people liked. Uh, does this sound better? No, I, I can't find it. Um, oh, sure. Sure. But we'll, we'll, we'll do it later or something. So, so I was explained briefly because apparently I'm in like speed mode right now. Um, crypto prices are down. And we we got a uh, two thousand dollar hospital bill in the in the mail recently, so we yeah. will not be buying the dip as yeah. much as that sucks. Yeah. So you buy the dip? Well, okay. So that's that's what I wanted to talk about is when when we're when we're talking about lifestyles with people. And we're talking whether it be uh, homesteading or homeschooling, growing your food. A lot of people say, "Oh, I don't," or I, "I wish I could homestead," or "I wish I could homeschool." And I find myself saying, "I wish I had the, you know, available money to buy Bitcoin at the dip." But yeah. I'm just gonna own up to it and say, "Hey, Bitcoin." is not a priority for us right now sure because we don't we don't have the financial resources at this time to buy it and so that's one of those things with an investment is it's that it's that money that's left after ex, uh, expenses after saving and then it's that next step it, it, it's it's that investment step so for us we see it in our future, but we don't 
we don't have the assets and we don't it we don't make it a priority right now with that that's being a, that's said, a good way to look at it though yeah um so that's what we tell people or that's what we want people to say we want them to own up to you know this isn't a priority in our life and then and then it kind of gets you thinking like how can i make it a priority in my life yeah however yeah, that makes sense. I, however if i did have the assets i would be buying the dip because i looked at the prices and even though i'm not completely in the crypto space i can still be astute and aware of what it's doing sure to see that it's under thirty thousand is incredible yeah it's at 29.9 right now yeah that's an incredible opportunity i mean other people would say that oh crypto's down it's it's a bad asset uh it's uh it's crashing or whatever and they don't they don't understand the underlying value just like i was talking about at the start of this yeah if you if you get down to it and i'm i'm sure i have relatives that will be watching this video cuz i'll i'll share the link on facebook i i tend to share the link on facebook if the topics that we we're talking about aren't too uh you know i don't know out there whatever but invest in the things in life that have value and the real value in bitcoin you have to go back to understanding what is money and bitcoin solves all of the things that make money valuable and i could go on and on but that's the that's the that's the simple way to understand bitcoin sure. um so i don't know if you have anything to bounce off that not at this time no but i don't i didn't find value in that two thousand dollar hospital bill so i should just buy two thousand dollars worth of <laughs> crypto instead yeah right <laughs> i don't know what you want me to do i just didn't see any value in it i'm not yeah, yeah. pay. <laughs> send me to collections i don't care yeah. <laughs> I did find that email. So oh, good. okay. So your your wordy <laughs> sorry, your wordy uh steady presence tagline was something some uh I don't I don't even remember what it was before. You consolidated it. And then you consolidated it after the show and said, We lift up new families through an empowering birth experience. Yes. It's short. So I just took out some words and made it shorter. And I wrote, yeah. I wrote something like lifting families through an empowering birth experience. Okay. Just said, we is already implied up is already implied by the word lift new isolates people that have already had a child, but wish to go a better way. You're on the right track. So that's, that's all I, that's all I said. So, People can people can email you or message you on float or Instagram or whatever. Like, hey, hey, you got it. (laughs) Well, it's interesting that you say that. Kind of putting putting marketing out out to the universe and having other people uh, with an outside view in help help you with that. Because we've been we've been meeting people in our life that say, oh, I. I, I work uh, with doulas that, uh, and I, I'm a marketing professional. I work with doulas. Uh, would you like to work together or just be friends and hang out? And so it, it's interesting what, when you start putting yourself out there, what, what you get. And yeah. I'm sure you'll find that as you start Some feedback. Yeah. As you start uh, hopping from farm to farm. Yeah. Um... Oh, here, you messaged it to me. I just saw that I had a private message thing. Okay, I got it. Oh, I got to change. The, okay, so if I go to comments, okay, now I can see. I don't know. Here? Yeah, you'd, you'd have to go to comments and post a comment. And then. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Half of my screen, my setup is terrible because I'm in a small office. So Sure, sure. Uh, so the other thing I mentioned was just like 
Coinbase bankruptcy possible? And like, what happens to all that crypto left on Coinbase if Coinbase goes under or whatever? And I basically sure. said, I don't know. I don't care. I didn't read an article because I don't hold it on exchange. The end. Right. Well, exactly. I mean, okay. So like I said, I might have family that, that watch this and maybe they're not, they don't understand the, the, the crypto space. But the best analogy, it, so I, I was talking about money and money has a long history. It, it's as old as civilization. So let's say, let's say you have when, when value was, when value first started to be storable, it was in the form of grain. And the first money was in the form of certificates saying you get this amount of grain from, let's say, the large storage area of crane that, grain that they had. Yeah. I, I don't know what that was, like a pyramid or some kind of stone temple or whatever. Are you going to trust your livelihood that's stored in grain to a piece of paper and have it always be redeemable for grain you know in stable times yes that's the that's the whole point of the piece of paper the note saying that you're entitled to this amount of grain but what happens when when there's bad times when there's uncertainty people entities get not i don't want to i don't want to use the word greedy but they start Human nature takes over and they they hold on to the value that is in their possession, i.e. Coinbase's access to all these funds on, on their, their platform, on their exchange. So I, I don't find it, you know, out of the realm of possibility that that, that could happen. Right. Yeah. Kind of like, um, kind of like how like Tether is gonna probably be uh like because it's a stable coin it's eventually gonna be brought into the fold under like fdic or something like that um right when the other the you know the other analogy is when i was trying to get my dad into bitcoin the last time it was at like forty five thousand dollars. it was holding steady about there for a couple weeks so this would have been six to ten months ago maybe i don't know it doesn't matter uh he was, I was like, Hey, if you're going to talk to, if you're going to talk to some of your investment, like, like fidelity, I think he has investments through fidelity. I'm like, if you mm-hmm. buy it through them, make sure that you can take custody of your Bitcoin. I'm like, it'd be the same as buying gold on the stock market, but never owning any physical gold. Like it doesn't make any sense. Why not just buy the gold? Right, right, right. And and he's like, you know what? That that's a good point. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and he talked to Fidelity, and he's like, they were so worthless to talk to. It was such a waste of a meeting. <laughs> I still don't think he's bought any, but yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and actually, then the... go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, within a week from now, uh, uh, May May sixteenth, here Fidelity was like we're going to start offering Bitcoin in our retirement accounts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's funny that, that a couple months prior, they, they were useless and I'm sure they are still useless because they just don't get it. Like we just keep getting asked about it. So we should pretend like we know what we're doing. Yes. Yes. So um, that's all I have for, for current events. Yeah, let's uh, dive into the main topic, huh? Okay, perfect. So first question I wrote for my notes was, what makes a good leader? And the second thing, are you the leader in your household or are you a leader in your household? Now, this isn't picking on you because Katie and I do the exact same thing. Uh, On our last episode, you I think it was the last episode, you, we were talking about something and uh, Ashley, you're like, you're like, I don't, you needed like some clarification on something. You're like, Ash, can you just like, <laughs> yeah. uh, 
help me here. Like throw me a, throw me a lifeboat or something like, yeah, yeah. Um, I would, I would do the exact same thing. And like, it, I don't know what that exactly what that has to do with like leadership, but I think it's like being a good team also, like, mm-hmm. you know, like when you, you kind of carry it as far as you can, you're like, I, I can't, this is as far as I can go. I, I need a little help here. Um, and get, get an assist and then you can keep, keep going. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. My, my scout leader, when I was growing up, he said that the, the best leaders are also the best followers. Mm. And so going, going along that story, we, we need to know our limitations as leaders and when to defer to other people for help. And, and I do that with Ash all the time. She has great intuition on things. So most of the time I, I'm the follower. I, 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 I do a lot of the, I, I got flack for saying this previously, but I do, I do a lot of the dishes, the laundry. I, I know that I'm good at it, that I'm efficient at it. And it frees up time for her to either relax and just take a break from, you know, watching the kids during the day. But it also frees up her time because as for her work style, she's very, it comes in bursts. Sure. And so if I can, if I can free up time for her to relax, knowing that we're going to get a burst of energy uh, tomorrow, you know, it's worth it. So yeah, we go back and forth on, I guess, leadership topics. I, I would say for Katie and I, I'm looking out like five plus years ahead in terms of like directing the ship that is like our family. Mm -hmm. And she's like looking ahead in like the next few months, mainly like for money, um, which is awesome because I'm awful at it. And so I'm like, Hey, can we buy this? And she'll be like, "Mm, no, we got this big bill coming up from that thing last month or whatever. I'm like, Oh crap. That's right. Um, Mm -hmm. Can I get it anyways? (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so, so we're a good team that way. And, you know, I don't, it's not like I'm steering the ship five plus years without her. Like I have, ideas of where I want to be and I'll ask her about it and whatever she's like okay that's a good idea that's a bad idea or you know how about this and so we can like tweak the direction together but whatever direction we settle on I'm gonna take us there and she's still she's very good at managing the day-to-day I get um I get lost in thinking about how do we keep going forward in that direction that I don't pay attention to the day to day. Right. So if that, if that makes any sense, I mean, she like, uh, she keeps, um, she keeps it nice, nice around here. So I, I really appreciate, really appreciate that. Yeah. Ash and I, I I would say we kind of work on the same way where, yeah, just like you said, I mean, back in 2016, that was the kind of the first inklings that that we wanted to uh, homeschool, and she was really nervous about it. But by having that fourth foresight of, I want to homeschool. Well, then now now Ted's five. So over that that course of that time, we've had enough time to acclimate first to the idea, and then, like you said, steer the ship to make the decisions that sets us up for success of where we wanted to be. Right. So uh, both of our whole households kind of operate the same way. Yeah. We could be on that um, show wife swap and it would all be. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, Hey Katie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you're talking about what makes a good leader. 
Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say something here. <laughs> Do it. For for everybody listening, Dylan is such a good leader. He lets uh, his neighbors steal his asparagus out of his front lawn. <laughs> oh. Okay. You saw that on Facebook. <laughs> I, I did. Well, uh, okay. Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 I saw Ashley's yeah. Ashley's video on Instagram. She's like, I mean, she she had a lot of emotions about it, but honestly, you could just see like a WTF like on her face. Like, seriously, yeah. this is such an invasion of my space. This is wild. Uh, and, and my comment back to her was like, "It's it's got to be like." You guys are already so giving in like being parts of like the community. Like you're probably like leaders of like in your community. I would assume the way you organize events, like you host events, usually leaders host things. Right. Um, so I guess that just automatically makes you a leader. And then someone comes by that probably isn't actually in your community. They're just in your geographical community, right? Right. Um, they just come by and start picking asparagus out of your yard. Yep. So we're going to be signs that say you're not wild foraging, you're trespassing. Nice. Yeah. And yeah, that that whole thing started off uh, uh, some events that we want to do. So when getting into preparedness, you want to first, you, you want to do all the things that don't cost a lot of money, like procedures and protocols yeah. you know, before like investing in, you know, tools for self-defense. And so we, we want to host a, we want to host some events that get people into the preparedness mindset and actually, you know, force us to sit down and say, these are some procedures and protocols that we want to enact during certain times like that asparagus event. They were only picking asparagus, but what, you know, they, they could have been doing something else or, you know, trying to steal chickens or. Absolutely. Oh, you know, there's, look, there's, these yeah. chickens are free, free range chickens. See, right. that's what that means. Yeah. So yeah, that might be an event that we do is start monetizing the planning that we should already be doing for our family and work with other families to help them, you know, establish their procedures and protocols, just like yeah. you helped me with our tagline. Um, Kitty was looking up. Kitty was looking up some like trespassing signs and one of her favorites was like, Hip it. it was like a picture of a frog. It's like hippity hoppity, get off my property. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I like that one. Or uh, with with, I could assume that maybe your whoever was stealing your asparagus was uh, was thinking it was like a you pick garden or something like that. It's like not a you pick. You picked the wrong house or Ooh, something. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it, it's when it's on someone when when it's in a ditch at someone's house, you think that this is not something that you should be doing. If it's on a ditch near a cornfield. Right. Okay. I, I get it. But anyway, um, yeah, we can know uh, what other, uh, what's the next leadership topic? Uh, are you a leader at work? Ooh. Okay. That's an interesting one. Let's hear it. So I don't, I don't think that I'm a leader at work. Maybe maybe people younger than me look up to me as a leader, but I'm pretty I'm pretty new yet in my job, and so to me in work leadership comes with knowledge and how that knowledge is applied. So I, I don't have a lot of knowledge yet in my job, so I'm still you know at the the lower ranks if you will but as we start getting more younger employees you know maybe they look up to me i try i try to conduct myself in a way that's respectful and which is <clears throat> kind of hard to come by these days we, I, I work with some i'm gonna say it on un, unrespectful people hmm. 
and maybe that i know they're probably not watching <laughs> maybe they should they learned a thing or two yeah but hopefully that hopefully that respect comes through as you know this is someone that i i want to follow sure and so <clears throat> maybe the point there is maybe maybe you're not a leader at work but you should go about your business like you are a leader and maybe you you'll start having some followers. Do you even want to be a leader at work? Good question. We have, we have someone in our group that he's, you know, close to retirement age. He probably could have been a manager at some point, but he chose to say, to stay in the position that he's in currently just because he didn't want the leadership the uh the next phase of his career probably would have come with more money but also more responsibility and so in that in that instance he he chose something that he's comfortable with you know i don't blame him and sometimes sometimes you do, maybe you don't want to be the leader because it comes it comes with responsibility sure I'm definitely not the leader at work. I was already at the bottom of the totem pole given three person company. It's a pretty short mm-hmm. totem pole. Yep. And like they tried to give me like let's say a year ago, they tried to give me more stuff to do and I just wasn't taking to it really. And then and then I gave my notice 2 months ago and so yeah. A lot of stuff has been taken from me. <laughs> like, I, I shouldn't say a lot of stuff because, like, they, like I'm still driving like a company truck and everything like that. Sure. All, like, still have company credit card for gas and, um, you know, still have tools and all those things. But like, as far as like, we want you to take charge on this project. Not really happening. Like, right. There's this. It's just not really my skill set, I guess, on that. At least in this this industry. So, which is fine. I was, I always thought like when I was, you know, young, uh, a young, <laughs> young electrical apprentice five years ago, um, was like, oh yeah, you know, eventually I'm gonna know enough and I'm gonna train in the new guy and that would be cool. And now I'm just like, yeah, I don't. Mm-mm. I don't want to have to look after somebody not like that like it's different right. when it's your kid yeah um but uh at at work not like not like a nine to five like I just want to worry about my work I don't want to have to like you're gonna have to do that over because you suck at this <laughs> right 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 yeah so. it, I mean there's something to be said about your life during work and your life out of work. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm, when I'm at the office, I'm a, I'm a different person. Oh like yeah. I, It'd be yeah, weird if you I, were the same. I'm sure I'm say that again. It would be weird if you were just the same person. Yeah. I think. I mean, when, when I'm home out, out by, let's say the docks or gardening, you know, I'm, I'm doing things that, a natural human should be doing a natural human. <laughs> no, seriously. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm doing things that, that humans were made to do and I'm happy. I have a smile on my face. I feel great, but take a person out of that environment and, uh, you would not be surprised that, that they are different. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely carry myself differently at work than I do at home. Like, yeah. just just how it is. Dude, yeah, I'm think, there to think... I'm there to work. I'm not there to make friends. I don't really care if I have friends at work. Right, right. Okay, so next question: Are you a leader within your friend group? Okay, that's uh, that's interesting. I don't have a lot of friends. Me either. Uh, yeah, most of most of my friends 
are my wife's friends, and <laughs> but the, they're my friends too. Don't I think don't there was a, the, oh I get it I get it it was just like it, there's I think there's a movie about that oh what the heck is it called uh I love you man with yes. uh, Paul Rudd and uh, the other guy I don't know what his name is but that, that's uh, just what my yeah he's tall curly haired dude or something I don't know it doesn't matter that but I got the movie right so yeah yeah that's a good one but. And what I mean by that is I don't have a lot of friends that I've made organically by myself. They've mostly come through, you know, families meeting each other or uh, friends from college that, that Ash met. Um, but uh, it, it's hard to answer because I don't, I just don't have a lot of friends. Sure. Friends is kind of like a weird label for me, I guess, specifically, like, what's a friend? Mm-hmm. Uh, people that I've known for even six months or longer, and we've shared experiences together, and we enjoy each other's company. Is that a friend? I, I guess. So in that instance, I got a lot of friends. But yeah, right. <laughs> none of them are like good friends. Like that's not that's not terribly true. Not a lot of them are good friends. Like we just don't stay in touch that often. Is yeah. really is really the thing that separates friends from good friends. I think, and I'm always the one that has to reach out to them. Be like, hey man, how's it going? I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah, like I'm always the one, like maintaining contact you know hey let's make let's let's make sure that you know we're still still connected or whatever you know let's chat for 45 minutes every six months or something right if that's what if that's all it is that's all it is and that's fine um yeah i think the the guy of friends in my life i and i i we we just had some friends over from alaska uh, visit oh, and cool. we i consider i consider this this guy a friend and we don't talk a lot we i mean we we really don't we tried to do this uh this app called marco polo where you can take a a video of yourself you know chatting to this person but they can't respond it's not it's like a one-sided facetime thing okay and i got gotcha. you yeah so we we tried that and we both suck at it. There's something about men communicating with each other where it just falls through the cracks and we don't stay up to date. And, but you get those two people together and say, Hey, let's go out for a drink. You could spend four hours talking to each other. It's like no time had passed. Like, correct. It. Yeah. I got the same. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, that's that's basically it for for I don't know my philosophy on friends. Are you on TikTok at all? I'm not. Do you watch any TikToks? I'm afraid if I would start, I would not be able to stop. That's uh, exactly how it goes. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll summarize this video that I sent you, or that I sent you that um, I can send you if you want. Mm-hmm. This guy has this concept, and he's like, "Real men don't have friends." Like. We were destined to um, go about this life on our own, and our only priorities are like is our family mm-hmm. and our, I guess, our work. I can't remember if he said that specifically, but fa- definitely yeah. family. Yep. And he's like, so if you're doing that correctly, you don't have time for friends. And I was like, dang, I thought, I, I thought about that for like a solid week after I saw that, saw that video. And I was like, Hmm, I can see that. And like, I guess it's kind of, kind of true. Cause it's like, you know, I got a, I got a buddy in Colorado that, you know, I'd like to go visit, which I, I see him probably once a year. Um, yeah. Either he comes here or I go there. 
And we'd probably visit more if I, you know, didn't want to be away from my family, you know? Right, right. Or um, any anything we're trying to schedule, like, well, can I bring my wife and my kid? Can I, like, I don't know, just somehow get have them be involved in whatever it is I'm doing. So, and just, just makes, like, just makes it easier, I guess. So, well, actually, sorry. It actually makes it more difficult to do things, but um, it makes it easier in that uh, if they can't come with or they can't be involved in some way, well, then I'm probably just not doing it. Exactly. Yeah, two, so. two comments on that. So, uh, I mean, first, that video drives well with the, the prime directive of permaculture. Yes. And good, good that, call. That is something that a lot of people don't understand. And and for the people that don't understand the prime directive of permaculture, the it's the only ethical decision you can make is to take care of yourself and that of your family or the decisions of yourself and that of your family. And when you start to make sacrifices in the name of the prime directive people don't get you they don't understand you at all right. if you're if you're you know skipping out on like fun things or you know i don't know keeping up with the joneses for the prime directive they think you're nuts they think you're weird right and you just get you just got to keep going with the prime directive because it makes so much sense. Yeah. And then the second thing is when I'm engaging in an activity or um, really a leadership behavior, I like to look at history and see if anyone else has done it in the past and how that worked out for them. And I was I was this weird kid that read ronald reagan's autobiography in middle school what yeah why I, I i read up to like the mid part of his presidency and then stopped but one thing okay. I, yeah so one thing i i got from that book and it relates to friends is ronald reagan never had any close friends hmm. he was very well connected but he never considered anybody a good friend. Okay. And he was, and he was an, I don't know if his family would agree with this, but he, he valued his family. And so I look, I look back sure. in the past and okay, here's a, here's a good example of someone engaging in the behavior that I'm doing. Well, then I don't have to rationalize it. Sure. It sounds, it seems like this is a pattern that repeats itself and I am, I'm in that pattern as well. So I'm good. I don't I don't have to contemplate, oh, am I weird for not having a lot of friends? I don't have to think about it. Yeah. And it you know, if if you're busy with family first and then work second, like again, where are you gonna find time? Right. Like um an hour a week to do this plus 15 ish minutes on the front and the back end, you know, it's an hour and a half. So mm -hmm. like once a week, that's, and I can do it at home. Obviously I'm at yep. home and like, you know, I'm watching my kid on the little like baby monitor, uh, not sleeping. Nope. He's asleep. <laughs> uh, nope. Never mind. He just moved. Uh, so it's not like, uh, I have to go anywhere to do this. I just got to pop into the office. So, um, Yeah, it's just, is this still about leadership? How do we tie this back to leadership? Well, let's just go to the next question. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's kind of circling back to what what uh, I teased you about, about your asparagus. Are you a leader within your community? Okay. So I want to be a leader in the community. I am striving to be a leader in the community. And what I've learned about being a leader in the community is that you can't just will it into existence. Sure. So 
people people need to follow a leader and we're providing we're providing content to people in our community and we're hoping that that content is inspiring or makes them question something are you talking and about steady presence specifically st- steady presence specifically okay. yes yep i mean most of the things that we that we do are under the umbrella of steady presence whether that's in the birth world or growing your own food uh, homeschooling we're kind of just here for support uh in all of those topics so when we're on instagram or youtube talking about various topics we're hoping that people see us as leaders in our community that that can be approached um if you have questions no that makes a lot of sense too yeah but you yeah you kind of have to put the time in to be seen as a as a leader in your community you can't just be like uh you should you should all follow me now they have to like they, you have to give people a reason why they'd even look at you much less look up to you right um and it has to be kind of i'd say for it to be natural it has to be like selfless in in your actions um, exactly so like i don't know if we, we were talking about organizing events earlier right yep over the last six months i've organized probably three or four like group dinners here at our house mm-hmm. um yeah, at the end of this month, it'll be the fourth one. And so, like, um, one was just like our neighborhood. Second one was um, some, like, families that all have boys, like, around my son's age, like, plus a year, mm-hmm. minus a year. Yeah. Um, and some, like, an, like an older couple that uh, moved in recently. And then... Uh, a, I, I'm trying to get together like a like a baby shower for Katie because she never really got one the first go around. Sure. So just all like these little like get togethers, and then uh, giving away eggs is a very great kind of like it's cheap. First of all, well, not not really, but kind of like cheap way to, as like a act of goodwill, I guess, to be like, hey, I'm just gonna gonna give these eggs away. And yep. it's just kinda like it's a good excuse to keep keep you connected with with your neighbors or whoever decides uh want wants your eggs. Um and I guess if you're just giving stuff to people like and they want it, you know, be like, all right. He's, you know, I don't know. It just kind of sets that sets that tone, and I'm not doing that intentionally. I'm just like, I have too many eggs. Here you go. Like, yeah, yeah. And because uh, it's it's weird that I could possibly be a leader in whatever community I'm in when I'm leaving, right? Like, I'm not gonna be here next year. Right, right. So that's that's kind of interesting. And if there's ever like an opportunity to be like a leader in the farm hop life journey, that ain't going to be me either because the whole purpose of that is for me to like be a follower. Like I just want to like the idea is that I just go help people do stuff. Like I'm not looking for people to help me do stuff. Like, so if at any point people are like, Hey, look at him, I'm going to take somebody and like put them right in front of me. Like, Nope, this is who you want to look at. Like right here. This is, yeah. I, I ain't the guy. 
I'm going to disagree with you on that point, though. What do you mean? So a couple uh, forums back, you were talking about how, oh, it was the sales and marketing one where someone on Twitter said, you know, check this guy out. He is, he's going to be taking his family out on the road and going to homesteads and helping people out. So in that instance, someone sees you as a leader of this this movement of going around and helping people out. So you're you're going to be the first one. I guess. Yeah, you're going to be kind of this you know archetype of you know what what's successful, what didn't work, how can it how can it work for your family? Where are the best places to go? People are going to be looking to you if that's the kind of life they lifestyle they want to live. I suppose. I better sabotage this thing because I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to cancel the whole thing. I'm going to take this sign down and just burn it. And yeah. Let, we're going to wrap up right here. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kick you out. <laughs> Ash is blushing the gut. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I suppose, uh, that's true that it's, it's a, it's a leader in like a much different sense. Like, is it though? I don't know. Cause I okay, guess it's so, all about perception, right? Yeah. So, okay. Here's another example. Uh, so Justin Rhodes does his videos and, I'm not part. Okay. So let's say I'm not actively watching his videos and then going to his farm and performing activities on his farm, but he's a leader in my life because I can follow in his footsteps and do things as a result of him documenting his life and putting it out for others to see. So he's he's a I consider him a leader. Okay. Just like you're going to be, you know, on a journey, and people are going to be looking at at you and what you're doing and saying, hey, if they're on if they're on the fence of, you know, I'm I'm at this house, but I'd really like to do the uh uh going around to homesteads and helping people out, they're gonna look to you and say, Oh, this guy's doing it. I'm in. I'm doing it. I guess it still feels weird that that's a possibility. Yeah, because it's it's it was never meant to be that. It's just like I just want to go around freaking help people. Like it's not what how how is that like a it never never crossed my mind that that could be a potential leadership. Uh, role in what I'm doing. Yeah. And I mean, more on that, uh, that topic in Nicole sauces underground networking presentation, she gave in an underground network, she gave four different archetypes of people. And one of them is the traveler. You sir are the traveler. I'll have to go, go listen to that. Yeah. I must've missed that one. Um, yeah, Yeah, I'll go. I'll go check that out. So, so in in this in our in, in this underground network that's forming, you know, there, there's people that need to be you know boots on the ground. We're putting our roots down here, and that's what we are. We put our roots down. This is the lifestyle we want to live. But we also need the traveler, and we. I mean, you can like in Nicole's presentation you go back and there's been underground networks throughout history uh you know obviously the the underground railroad but she gave examples of you know the french resistance sure and the the people that were espousing freedom in the the uh, old soviet union uh, and that underground network was uh with the circulation of uh VHS tapes of Western movies. Yeah. And that, that simple act 
you know, uh, changed a, a culture. But uh, yeah, it really did. Yeah. Yeah. So we need we need the traveler. Oh, good, good. I guess I'll be the traveler, and uh, if that makes me a leader as well, well then I guess we'll figure that out. Yeah. We'll cross um, the bridge when you come to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll cross that bridge and burn it. Uh, <laughs> wrapping up really quick. Who are some le- leaders? Sorry, it's super sweaty in here, and my back just like stuck to this chair. It's so gross. <laughs> um. Who do you consider like who's a leader uh, that you look up to in in your in your life? Okay, you go first. <laughs> oh crap! I don't have one. I just wanted to ask you. Uh, uh, shoot, I guess I don't know. I'm not prepared for that question. Well, okay. So I consider uh, a great leader in my life. Um, to be honest, Jack Spirico, he he's like this little canary on on your shoulder. Yeah, like um, I don't know, like Pinocchio, the little cricket. Pinocchio. <laughs> like I, I don't I don't know if I have my uh, fairy tales right, but no, that's okay. Because I, I was thinking about Jack too, but yeah. So I think about different let's say current events and things that might, might scare you uh, like a, like a Dr. Seuss book, they might scare you right out of your pants. And like tonight I needed to go in the garden and I'm planting tomatoes, kind of thinking about various current events and, you know, it's kind of like a WWJD bracelet. What would Jack do or what would Jack think? And okay, I try not to get worked up about current events and think about what would Jack say. Sure. Kind of, kind of leading, leading the pack. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I've also been on a hiatus of, of also of watching Jack and um, I, I guess a, a leader also has to know when to limit. I mean, even, even when you watch um, leaders doing their work, you have to get out of a, uh, a tunnel vision if you will take a step back, look at the bigger picture. Um, so I, I have been doing that, but um, yeah, like like Ash said, uh, there's too many inputs. That was too many inputs in your life. Too many. Sure. Too many. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, no, it's, no, it's a good answer. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. Do you have anything to add to that? No, I found that video though that I was telling you about the guy that uh says that real men can't have friends. Right, right. Okay. Do you want uh let's let's see. I'm 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 gonna share it. I'm gonna share my screen here. Do it. And here we go. Yes, he has a kind of a weird head. Okay, he looks British. Uh he might be British. How do I uh where's the volume? Here it is. I don't know. Okay, I can't hear it that well, but wait, really? Yeah, I can't. I can't hear it that well, but he looks like he looks intense. It, he's talking a little intense. It's also how TikToks like uh, spliced together. Sure. What if I? Yeah, I maxed up the volume. Does that help you? Oh, I'd try it. Oops. No, it, it's probably coming in through the computer audio. Dang it. Well, shoot. I don't know how to I don't know how to make that better. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll scrap that and we'll wrap up. 
we'll wrap up anyways. So uh, I'll, I'll send it to you later or something. Yeah, no problem. All right. So that was a good talk. What uh, tell, tell people who you are, where they can find you and all that, all that goodness. Yeah. So I'm Dylan Schnazy of Steady Presence. We live families through an empowering birth experience. And you can check us out at Instagram, Facebook, and I'm also on Float. Awesome. And I am Matt DeRozier of Farm Hop Life, a traveling homestead family. You can check us out at farmhoplife.com. Appreciate everybody for watching. And next week, we're going to talk about something different. I got an idea, so I'm going I'm to run it by you. Excellent. All right. See you later. All right. Talk to you later.